Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Kim. And I'm Penn. We are the Holderness family. You might recognize us from our cheesy, corny music videos on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, this is a podcast. This is very... Us. This what? is very. Actually, did you just fart? No. Okay. This is very authentically us. As you can tell. Uh, these are a little bit longer than our videos. They're meant to make you laugh just like our videos, but also make you think a little bit. We would love it if you could subscribe to our podcast. If you're listening on Apple, iTunes, there's a purple subscribe button. It just that way automatically goes to you, but also it helps people find us. You can leave us a review. We love it. We read them all. Um, and also we have an Holderness Family Podcast secret group. It's not a secret because I'm telling you. It's on Facebook, but we talk about the podcast. We get tips and suggestions. It's just very cool to small little group group and we love it but before we get to the podcast a couple things oh yeah i know what you're gonna it's very exciting very, very exciting, exciting for time a very for us. limited time for like another nine days by the time you're listening to this we have watch me sip my chardonnay t-shirts available for a very limited time now watch me sip my chardonnay watch me sip sip my chardonnay because i've been cooking if you can go to the description of this podcast, the show notes, the link will be in there, or you can go to our Facebook page. There's a shop button in the right there. Um, you get them in time for Thanksgiving. That's right when in, the video yeah, came out. Yeah. Right. Get them in time for Thanksgiving. So um, they're available for a very limited time. Awesome gift is all I'm saying. <laughs> Good Christmas gift. We're about to bring on our bestie. Yes. Julie Fromm, who's in town from New York, and we're going to have like a good, frank, fun conversation about how married people and single people should interact, communicate, and help each other out, because sometimes there's some pitfalls with that. And, and think about it, it with, I hate, I mean, this is kind of a downer, the divorce rate's 50%, right? You probably know a lot of single people, and if you are married, communicating with your single friends, you're probably doing it wrong. Yeah. We learned a lot about the annoying things we do as married people to our poor single friends. That's right. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry in advance. It's okay. I did just fart just now. Oh Let's start the song. Kim's best friend is here today. Her name is Julie. She lives in New York in a studio flat. She doesn't like it when I make fun of her cat. Good. She has feelings too. And she's gonna share them with you. Single 
that was that was a super appropriate song. More and than more than usual. It was very appropriate. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm very. I need to watch my words very carefully because I don't want to offend. Anybody. And you know, that's kind of what today is about. We're going to get to that in a second. Let's start with this. Just so you know, hi, I'm Penn. I'm that's Ken. Kim. Max is our producer. Say hi, Max. Hello. Just to let you know what's going on in our lives right now, um, I have uh, shaven my head into a mohawk form. <laughs> Fohawk. And I'm a little insecure about it still. It's been one day and I've had a drastic haircut. And Kim smells like catnip. Okay. That's what that's that's what our day is like today. I just we feel are like doing we a video that. that'll go out soon. I'm testing natural deodorants. The one I'm wearing today does smell a little like catnip. So. So we are in that's a hard rare, pass. Yeah. rare form We're today. In rare form, and all, like what's more, the reason I shaved my head is because I have this play that I'm doing. It will have been finished by the time this podcast happens, but because of it, we have a lot of our loved ones in town, mm-hmm. particularly our best friend, our most important. And I'm saying this in the most endearing way, our favorite third wheel. (laughs) (laughs) And when I say third wheel, I say it in the nicest way possible. It's our friend Julie Fromm. Welcome, Julie. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I'm already having so much fun. Why can't I say, can't can't we change the the tone of third wheel and have it be like, because I get really excited when Julie's here. Yeah, so Julie, we met when we lived in New York City. She was Penn's boss. That's correct. Yes. And uh, Penn, I didn't have any friends when we moved to New York City. <laughs> and he said, there's this lady I work with. Did lady. I, did I call you, you a lady? You actually called me and, uh, Well, lady. you were my boss. I didn't want to say there's this and so dame. He, he's, <laughs> yeah, nah. She's from Kalamazoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. And so he set us up on a girl date. Um, and we went out and fell in love. And so... Penn and Julie became good friends. I, we, Julie and I became good friends. So it just so happened that the three of us became the bestest of friends, which is great. This uh, is the Julie that you threw on the ground yes. when you didn't do wrong by your wife. Yes. And the, and the yes. video, that's right. When we did this video, I didn't screw up. And then Julie came into town. And then. <laughs> and we, you're like, guess what? Yeah. I need I, to drop you yeah. on the ground. So that if you want a visual, I'll put a link in the description. And at the end of that video, he just continues to drop somebody. And that's Julie. She walks with a limp now. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, it's okay. Anything Still for the recovering. video. Yeah. So today we thought we'd have Julie in um, to pick her brain a little bit. Julie is uh, delightfully single in her <laughs> mid-40s. That's actually my LinkedIn page. Julie from delightfully, delightfully single. single. And we thought it'd be great to talk about... How to support, as as married people, how to support your single friends in a non-creepy um, creepy way. <laughs> right, and to support, we mean how to engage with them. Like, we wanted to have an honest conversation because Julie, and we talk very honestly about things, and she's like, you know what, sometimes being a single person, while wonderful, people make these crazy assumptions about it, particularly married people. Um, and I'm sure there's been, like, you've been to a baby shower where someone's been like, oh, my gosh, you've never felt true happiness until, until you had, had a, a child. Baby. And you just want to stab them in the face with, like, whatever a pacifier is nearby. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, the, the silver Tiffany rattle yeah. is going <laughs> into like their head. So, by the way, I look at the single people at baby showers, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you look so rested. <laughs> Your skin looks amazing. You're glowing without You're glowing. being pregnant. I know. How you, does that happen? You just slept for 12 hours. Uh, okay, so let's back it up. So Julie is lives in New York City. We're being in your 40s and single is not a rare thing. No, we're not we're not unicorns up there. There's a lot of us, which is uh 
kind of nice. Yeah, and but we live in the suburbs of Raleigh, North Carolina. It's, Where there are a lot of baby showers. <laughs> well, it's not. It's I have to say, here's what I was talking to Julie about is it's I mean, there are a lot. There are plenty of single people here. Yeah. I just am. I'm engaged in very married with children activities right. here, so I'm not as engaged with my single friends. But that's what we're going to get to. It's like how to engage. So tell me, you have some tips here. But what is what would you say the most annoying thing that married people do? And we're in the trust tree here. No one's going to oh, hear this but us. It's no. just us. Like what is the most annoying thing that we do? Oh, you're constantly trying to set us up. You're like, are you okay? You okay? <laughs> Wait, 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 which, can we go on Bumble? Can we go on Tinder? <laughs> oh, what about this guy? What about that guy? Well, I what? think there's like a janitor in my work that might be single. <laughs> so why, you don't want to be set up? Well, I think, no, that's not true. I mean, if Clooney comes around, set me up. It, it, it's, I think that the mistake is there's an assumption that we don't want to be single, that we want to be in a relationship at all times, that it's an affliction <laughs> not to be in a relationship. And I think friends, especially dear friends who are empaths and they want just to help you and help you and help you and help you, assume that they're helping you by trying to set you up or encouraging you to get it. I mean, how many times have you, all Kim... Sorry. Wait, are you are you back online? Are you back online yet? <laughs> well, okay. So here, okay, here. We're just going to air. This is good. I'm just going to listen because this is good. <laughs> okay, because. This is good. Because. I'm getting a front row Julie, seat to this. after a few cocktails, has in the past said things that make me feel like you would like to date people. I also say I want to live on Mars after a few cocktails. <laughs> I mean, let's call it spade a spade. No, you're right. No, I mean, and so that's why I'm like, okay. And so I'm a very action plan person. So my action plan is let's get your profile up. <laughs> let's do this. Let me support you. But you're saying that's kind of annoying. I, there's part of me that thinks you actually have like a profile out I there do. for me that you're swiping I left am. and right. I am. I you found know what? a great I, guy for you. I think this is nuanced. I'm going to jump in and say I think that that I do believe that single people – some of them would like to find someone who is a soulmate. They'd like to find happiness. And some of them would love the assistance of their friends to do this. So it's, it's so what we got to figure out is how to tap dance this properly so we are not assuming anything, number one. Um, not getting up in your business when you don't want us to be up in your business. And because I am naming things in threes, the third one I can't think of. <laughs> well, so, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. I think – I mean – Look, I'm not saying that this is forever in terms of I don't want to find a soulmate. I, of course I do. And, and I'm not saying that's for everybody. Like, there are probably people out there who are like, I want to be single. I want to live a f very fulfilled life on my own. It's just I do better that way. I'm saying that in this space right now, I'm happier on my own. Like, Great. I'm living my best life that I can on my own doesn't mean that someday I won't become, you know, come crawling to you saying, please help me. And I, it, it's actually, I'm getting there. Like I'm getting there. Okay. And so maybe it's, this is a communication thing, right? Like if, if, if you want help, you're going to ask for it. Correct. Okay. Like don't just don't badger me about it. Yeah. Jump at, because okay. I feel like, and I know I've said this to you. I, I like end up putting timely. I'm like, okay, May I'll get back online in May. And then May comes and I just didn't feel like it. Um, and I keep pushing it back, but I just sort of feel like I need to relax and decide like when I'm ready, I'll do it. Do you feel like, cause I've known you for a long time now. <laughs> do you feel yes. like you're going again? 
I, the answer can be, Kim, shove it. But do you feel like you're going to be ready? <sighs> here, here comes the therapy. Um, I do. And I feel like I'm getting a lot closer to okay. it. I do. I think that, um, you know, I had three very long-term serious relationships in my late 20s all the way through my 30s and into my early 40s. And they all failed. And I think that, and they were all good men and there were a lot of wonderful were things. They? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I picked your side. So anyway, whatever. They were dogs. Okay. Um, but, but, you know, I, after the last one ended, I just sort of got a little gun shy and I thought, you know, what, I'm going to take a step back and not try so hard to find that partner and find that soulmate and just sort of be for a while. And then that felt really, really good. Yeah. I mean, well, I believe me, there was a time where it, did, it felt horrible, you know, right, and healing. But then when I sort of healed from all of it, it just felt good. And yeah. so now I, I sort of got into the space where feeling good about where I was and what I was doing and who my friends were and all the travel. I mean, I mean, we travel, you know, I have, I have, I have soulmates. I have a lot of them. You know, I have yeah. all my girls that I yeah. like to, <laughs> we, we run in packs basically. <laughs> Okay. And so, I don't know. So don't, so rule number one, don't assume your single friend wants to be set up. That's a good one. Okay. I, I like the idea that we're going to list this. So rule number one on how to support your single friends, number one, do not assume that they want to be set up. Because if you assume, in this case, it actually just makes a ASS just out of us, not you and me. It's oh, just that we just <laughs> cut that short. We're the ones who are the donkeys. So, okay. 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 That, that's fair. All right. We've got more rules, yes? Yeah. Okay, okay. great. Um, by the way, I forgot to preface this whole conversation with the fact that you two have been the most generous. And, like, you guys, aside from Kim trying to swipe my Tinder, like, every <laughs> five minutes. Oh, my gosh, that's minutes, so fun. Um, it is fun. I got to tell you, like, married people kind of get off on I this. I know. And it's like, kind of why I got off Tinder. Yeah. Because Kim kept, like, I'm like, oh. It's our only excuse okay, to look at Tinder. Like, George, yes, I'll go out with you because yeah. Kim swiped right for me at, like, I, two I in the morning. I don't know the rules of left or right. Right. Well, you're just so... looking at his arms, and then you have to, like. Like, look it up, and he's like going through clown college or something, and it, like you didn't see that part about. It. Not that like, look, clown college is great. If we have any, if we have any yeah. clown students listening in, I apologize for that note. All right. Okay. Um, we can't offend anybody. Or everybody. Or we yeah, can or offend, everybody. Or we can offend. Okay. Yeah. So what's rule number two? Well, th these are in no particular They're... order of importance, but one that gets to me a little bit is don't exclude us from. Um, events just because we don't have children that like, yeah. I don't get invited to a lot of my dear friends, kids' birthday parties because they feel like they're doing me a favor. I, okay. Do they say yeah, that to you? Do, do well, they say like, Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, so I brought the... it up with, with one of my friends once and she was really surprised. I said, you know, everybody was there except for me because I was the only one part of this friend group that didn't have children. And so, so it's it's so in theory it's a birthday party where parents are also attending. Correct. Like bar okay. So the birthday parties we throw are like at like Penn, Penn Charles wants to go to this Ninja Warrior place and I I it is it's a gift. It's terrible. 
No, the Ninja no, the, Warrior place is great. The Warrior place is great, but the situation, you the got a bunch kids... of second grade, third grade Oh, no, kids. no. I'm not talking about those parties. I'm talking about the like the kids' parties that the, the adults, parents of the adults are part of the party. Oh, okay. You know right, what so I mean? we have yeah. to preface that because like, yeah. usually I, our I, parties I, are drop-off parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want like, to come to those, too. <laughs> no, it's like not even the parents of the kids that are going want to go to those. I don't even want to go to it. Julie, I think you have to buy in for all of them. If you're going to make this statement, I think you have to go to the drop-in parties. December 8th, I need you to fly in. Um... I, okay, so that I can I can see as the host of that party, I'm doing Julie a huge favor. She does not have to deal with screaming eight year olds and doesn't have to like go through the motions of getting here. But I can see how that would be offensive. Well, it's, like to not be included. Look, you, you know how great my relationship is with your kids. Right. I mean, I have sort of developed my own relationship with them. Right, and so. If you didn't invite me to one of their birthday parties, it would sort of feel bad. You know what I mean? Not, yeah. I mean, in like a prefacing it again with adults are there oh, too. Our not. parents get ticked off if you're not invited right. to things. So you're set with us. But I think I figured out how to I'm, – I'm going to be the king of nuance over here. I think I figured out what you're saying. You're saying invite us to your kids' events as long as it's not – a drop-off <laughs> event, and I have to take care of someone else's kids because I don't love those kids as much as I love your kids. Don't make us the babysitter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Not, yes. yes. So by you. the way, don't. So Max, Max has two small kids. Would yes. you go to like that? I, I would think it's a favor to not being invited to another kid's birthday party. I'm going to William's birthday party tomorrow. <laughs> so are we? Well, yeah. actually, we're we having a, we're having a babysitter drop him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very busy person. Do you want me to pick him up and take we have, him? And we have another friend Probably. going, too. We'll get to that later. But yeah. no, we have, but I literally have hired a babysitter. I'm more expensive than that babysitter. So that, You are more expensive. We know your hourly rate, and it is more than our babysitter's <laughs> hourly rate. Um, that That is really funny. Yeah, that's how little I – But I, and I love William, and I love William's family. Can but, I just – because the listeners of the show kind of love that there's this great little community that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our day tomorrow is William's birthday party right. with you know all of our kids there, and then we get to drop them off. And Megan and Jason Gillikin of Weddings for Real, who yes. previous oh, guest yeah. of the show, yeah. uh, we all bought tickets to go see Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yay! Yay! It's just a step to the left. I know. Jump to the left. Oh, it's just Max. a jump to the left. Good grief, man. Max, you got to get your choreography <laughs> straight. Well, no, hey, a week ago, he knew a lot more about this than I did. And I, I think <laughs> the immersion has helped out. So. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. So, so invite us to your events as long as they're not the drop-off events where I have to take care of someone else's kid. I think <laughs> right. that's totally fair. And be the creepy yeah, single and woman does there. That, who's does shouting that, at someone. Who's shouting for, at somebody's kid that she doesn't know. Which will know. always happen at a trampoline park. Well. Ew, How about just avoid tramp? Like, don't yeah, invite no. single people to trampoline parks ever. Yeah. You really? Don't, yeah, you don't oh, want to go. That's terrible. Kind of, I now almost, I kind of want to go. No, <laughs> okay, I, fine. I jumped in at a birthday party of a friend's kid, and I went. Oh my gosh! If they're listening, we're going. We're I going there. Parented the crap out of some strangers' <laughs> kids because they were in the dodgeball little area of the trampoline park, and they were hitting the tiny kids in the it's face. Super dangerous. And I went out there and I like grabbed a kid by a shirt. I mean, I really should be in jail right now. <laughs> and I went. I was like, "You cannot do this." And I was like, "No, I saw it. I saw it." From like 50 yards away, and, I, and I, from that far away, it still looked really. I rough. grew like, like it, I, I. He was taking there's like a nine year old kid, and he was hitting like a four year old kid in the face with a dodgeball, like close range. I know I didn't know either of these kids, and I went in <laughs> and I was like, March, 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 March. <laughs> I was like, you cannot do that. And I was like, Penn, we might be getting kicked out real soon. Let's run. So oh, that's anyway, funny. sorry. Great. Okay, so we've got two rules, and I'm feeling good about them. 
Both yes. have required a little bit of nuance. Okay. Well, okay. I have but a little bit. Okay. I have okay. like rule 2A. Okay, okay, rule 2A. So if you do invite us to not like to your event, don't stick us at the singles table. Okay. Yes. So that's Shame. that's generally speaking a marriage or whatever, a 40th birthday vow, party, a bar whatever situation. <laughs> yes, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. There's nothing worse. Like you're next to like crabby Uncle Joe and like <laughs> racist Aunt Lou. I think <laughs> right. <laughs> And Julie. And with Julie. Her gin and tonics. Don't forget <laughs> Goth Jed. Like, goth Jed will definitely be next to you. Like, because they'll, what they'll do is, when they do that, that, that actually goes like, back maybe, to rule one. Maybe Jed and Julie. <laughs> they try to set you up with Goth Jed. Or, or, or I don't know, racist Aunt Lou yeah. might be a, I don't and know. And Julie's like, yeah, what do you do for a living? And he's like, this whole place is a womb to me. <laughs> Like, and, yeah, he's just... Yeah. Sounds like my dream guy. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So that being said, funny anecdote, um, we went very early. I think I was pregnant with Lola, or maybe not even pregnant with Lola. We went to spend Christmas with your family. <laughs> you were pregnant. Well, if you weren't pregnant, you were thrown up the whole time. No, she had, you, had a poison- stomach, you had yeah, a stomach had virus. Poisoning. Yeah, Um and your mom was like, and this is like 12 years ago. Oh, please let me do Gail. Yeah, let, let, let people love, By the way, I love Gail Fromm as I love my own mother. Anyway. All right. Gail and Bob, Joel popped in, the Fromm family. It is something out of a uh, a Rob Reiner movie, this family in, um, in Connecticut, because it's this beautiful kind of snowy area, and everyone's kind of got their foibles. And we've just met Gail, and Gail's like, you know what? This calls for a special occasion. I'm going to get a bottle of dam. And I was like, dam? What's, what's, what's dam? Honey, Bab, get the dam! And we were like, okay. Damn. So Bab, Bob comes out with a bottle of Dom Perignon. Oh, Dom. That he'd yeah, been saving. Battle of dam. And I was like, oh, man. Like, first of all, Thank you, Gail. They, I think they've been saving oh, it for, for like, like a, 25 years. It, and they, and they pulled it out for, for you two clowns. Yeah. And of course, Kim immediately threw it up because she had a stomach virus. Oh. But I, mine stayed down and it was tasty. I, I don't think I'd ever had Dom Perignon I, before. I, I, I still haven't. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you had for a second. Anyway, it ended, up being, it ended up being truth serum for Julie's uh, mother because we, we had... we had. She the, doesn't drink that much. No, she doesn't drink much. And just, I mean, we were in the middle of a conversation. It was almost a non sequitur. We were talking about something a little bit different, about just like, it's been really nice, like, meeting Julie. And, you know, she, she was a great boss. She's an even better friend. And Gail just jumps out with, you know, at this point, I think I'd be okay if she was just a lesbian. <laughs> I just want her to be happy. I just want her to be happy. <laughs> and so we, it took us a while to catch up. Oh, she's saying she wants truly to find someone. Oh, um, I know. Which is, which is from a very good place. But the way it came out was just it was hilarious. movie script quality. Well, yeah. Penn, the, the, you forgot the punchline, though. Like, you raise your hand. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> she's hooked up with a couple of my friends. She's no lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. I said, Gail, I can vouch. Yeah, I, I can, can vouch. She's... She and she had, <laughs> and still does, and that's okay. Um, oh, and, that's, and, that's, and I'm fine She's with going that. sideways. I right. know this is they a family do. show. They okay. We do. do not set her up. She just finds her way into. These weren't the handsome groomsmen that Kim has same. mentioned, like same, 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 same. I just oh, want to let everyone God. know that the, the groomsmen are very attractive. Yes, yeah. same, yeah. same, same, yeah. same, yeah. same group, same, same. So they got our wedding. I'm planner. discerning when it comes to my friends' friends. You know. Yeah. Yep. So same. Same, same. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. I love Gail Fam. Um, she's from the Midwest, which is why she sounds. Yeah, like, that's why she sounds like she's Canadian. Okay. Damn. Um, speaking of anecdotes, so, uh, oh, well, I, the one thing that we were talking about before we started recording this is 
you know, I was talking to one of my other single friends in New York, and she said, you know, we're not un- or we're not. Um, what did she say? Sorry. Julie has notes. She's consulting. I am. Notes. Sorry. We're, we're not circus acts. Like, don't treat us like a circus act, you know, in terms of, oh, my God, what did you do this weekend? Did you stay up 24 hours straight and watch? Because we so want to be that. <laughs> we so what, want what, that. What rave did you go to this weekend? You know, we're but, just normal people, too. But so. Oh, but we like to live vicariously through you guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. So going situations. through your Tinder account, I should not do that. But can we do that right now, though? Please. Can we do that right now? No, are, you, are you on Tinder? I am not. I'm are not you on, on eHarmony? I'm not on anything right Are you now. on Grindr? I'm, <laughs> are you on... Yes. Okay, <laughs> no. Are you like... Why do you know them? There are so many. Well, there are so many. Okay. There are so many, and but do you I am need not to be them. online to meet somebody? Is that the general feel nowadays? I think it really depends on what area of the country you live in. Like in New York, you would think it yeah. would be so easy to meet somebody. And, and I'm not just speaking for single women in their 40s and and but everybody says about how hard it is to meet somebody and so everybody's online did and this i didn't know learned this from a young male friend of mine um instagram is like a huge dating tool really just because they they like go on and yeah Yeah. and then they they like they start there's like a whole method Kind of crazy. We could sign you up on Tinder right now. I've got the uh, app opened up. Oh, good God, no. Yeah. I think think for her it would just be uh, reactivating an existing account. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm not giving you my password. No way. No how. Single single is a terrible thing to waste. Oh, my God. That's their slogan. It's interesting, though, Julie, because there is – Obviously, there is a stigma or used to be a stigma about the whole online thing. Did you say stigma? No, I said stigma. Yeah, but it sounded like you said Stigna. The second time. Yeah. Stigna is a, an insurance company. I know. No, it's no, not. Stigna. It's Stigna. Yeah. I'm joking. We're, we're all wrong. Okay. Stigna, Stigna, Stigna. <laughs> when you talk to people now, and we live in the South, the answer used to always be, where'd you meet him? I met him at church. Right. Or I met him at the gym. Or I met him at my job. I hear I met them online probably half of the time now, because I think it's actually... The way, like the way they oh, figured it out. The stigma's gone. Yeah, it's better. We have so many happy friends that we know totally. who, married, who met online and got married. Hundred percent. That's not why I'm not online. I'm not online because I just don't feel like it right Understood. now. Because it, it's 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 work, man. It is work to sift through. It's work to swipe right. <laughs> Here. I you you had me till it's work. It is. Is it really? Yes. Like well, to, then, because you have to, to respond and you have to communicate and you have to, and there's just. I have yes. a friend here who I'm not trying to set her up. I'm following all the rules. Her, her name rhymes with Schmatherin. Yes, and she. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. She sends me the text message, like rep, like screenshots of the replies she gets from guys, and I think just because she's in a dating pool that's maybe just the age bracket under. 40 I think it like she I don't know she's like in her 30s so it's like 35 year old and it it the conversation's like hey okay and how are you blah blah, blah. I like and then they'll like it gets graphic very quickly mm. and it is always shocking to me that that and so it's um do you know what's happening right now what? we're like getting off on this again we're like enjoying all of these and I think that's why we need Julie to smack us down a little bit here no. we're kind of doing the gawking thing again no, we're, I, like the circus no. act thing a little bit well, here well, aren't we yeah but I mean just you're aware of it though you know now we're just we're just chatting yeah we're just yeah. chatting about all the little things so. okay um so okay what's next what's another terrible thing we do to you? <laughs> another terrible thing um 
this one I think is important. And this one, I love that you're using the word nuanced a lot. This one's nuanced too. Yeah. But my time as a single woman not having children is just as valuable as your time. Of course. And even though you have, I've seen your calendar. That yeah. thing is insane. That gives me like agita. I can't. I, looking, I feel like you have to be 65 to have agita, but continue. <laughs> What's agita? I don't even know agita. what agita like, is. The guys over here don't know what agita, agita is. is, is you... isn't, isn't, did I use that word right? I don't know, but I feel like my... Is it like the Latin root of agitate? Yeah, like agitation. It feels, okay, yeah. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Let's okay. put it that way. It's, it's full. It's That's anxiety. That's what Dale would say. It's, it's, right. With a damn. The heebie-jeebies. Um, anxiety, stress, or aggravation. Agita. See? Agita. Yeah, you I'm did it right. I'm smart sometimes. Yes. Um, so, but, so give me an example, and I won't be offended, of a time that maybe I or somebody have said, oh, Julie's single, she can do it, or, or something like that. Um, th- you, you really haven't done that to me. Um, yet. <laughs> yeah. Give me time. How about give me? me? Time. You, well, you're like, go find my wedding ring. Can we tell <gasps> we that story? We gotta tell that story. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Go it's for a it. perfect example. You have your mouth full right now. Oh my gosh. Well, we well that this... wasn't because I was single, but it's just Sorry, a penism. Yeah. Max brought some swordfish ceviche up here and it is on time. <laughs> but, um, okay. This is a perfect example. Yeah. Julie, how did we meet? Uh, we met at the 2005 Little League World Series when we were both working for ABC Sports. Mm-hmm. And I had just gotten married. You had just gotten married to the lovely Kim. Hello. And his his screensaver on his phone was you, like, lying in the prone position in your wedding dress. I was like, who is Aww. that porn star? So beautiful. <laughs> anyway, so he ju- he in typical pen, like, comes in like the whirling dervish that he is. Is running his hands through his hair, like Penn tends to do. And he's like, hi, who are you? I, I lost my... Can you go look for my wedding ring? And I'm... Meanwhile, I'm his boss. I did not know never, this. I did not yeah. know she was my boss. I had not met her yet. But yes, you're my yeah. boss. Go ahead. Can you can you go look for my wedding ring? I was putting hair... Pro- I was on the side I, of the road, and I was putting in hair product. And I think I may have left it on the top of my car, and I can't find it. Oh, I feel like I'm doing a will right now, actually. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, I probably sounded like Fabs a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and and can you go look for it? And I was like, who is this? <laughs> like seriously? <laughs> I don't know how you remember that story. Exactly but. like that. And, and then, you're not you're not sugarcoating it. I mean, I was I was a hot mess. I did not have time to introduce myself to anyone because I showed up late because the other sports reporter who was with me was 30 minutes late. That's right. And, I forgot and about assumed that. Assumed that I would take her bags to the car for her. <laughs> So, so I there was, was a lot of fault yeah, going I was, on. I was upset about that. Anyway, I I um I felt like I needed to explain my agita my agita. Um and it was but I assumed immediately, oh, she's in a she's in an edit booth. Right. She's not married. She doesn't have anything better to do. She, her time is not as valuable as mine. Maybe she'll help me find my wedding ring. So I think it's perfect. I don't think you knew. I don't think you knew just by looking at me that I was not married. But that's a good point. But Sorry. the bigger picture of all of this, I think a lot of these quote unquote rules come from assumption. You yeah. know, don't assume. Always no. ask. Maybe she lost her wedding ring. Maybe yeah. that's why she wasn't wearing one. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, so. Uh, after that, we became good friends. I yes. think I w- was able to redeem myself on numerous occasions, including introducing you to Kim, which is the best thing That's, I ever well, did. Well, of course. And then, then I spent the summer on your couch. Yeah, that, that whole was summer. Fun. 
We'll talk about that later. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, good times. But but back to back to your time being valuable. I, I see the point in that. I think that people probably married people assume well she, she doesn't have to make dinner for the kids or pick them up from school or anything else. So I bet she could do blank. Yeah, it's not even the could she help out with this or could she help out with that. It's like okay, you guys have. Here's your window of free time, so you're just going to assume that you're available. I'm available, and if I'm not, it's people have gotten annoyed with that, and that's really? annoying to me. Yeah, it's only happened a few times, but I think in general, just as a general rule, like know that even though, I mean, I may have, I, I need to binge 12 hours of Game of Thrones, so <laughs> you know, don't bother me. See, this is wake when me I up get, on Tuesday. I know I get so jealous. I'm like, tell me about your weekend. <laughs> I had four birthday parties and 12 <laughs> soccer games. What did you do? Me and my cat watched all the Game of Thrones episodes. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> Don't make fun of me and my cat. Damn it. <laughs> that's okay, specific. okay, all right. Seriously. You're rolling always, up to whenever... me about your cat. Your cat has an Instagram account. I, it does, although I haven't posted <laughs> oh. to, to it in a long time. No, I and think... a Tinder account. No, no, I heard, and a Tinder account. My my cat has a Tinder. Okay, account. I have made fun of your cat in the yes. past. So let's talk about that. I I, I generally I'm not a cat person. Just, I'm allergic to cats. I'm not a cat person either. I got this cat on a whim, and and now I have this cat. And you have called this cat dating kryptonite. <laughs> she she is dating kryptonite. I mean, okay, so here's she the, is. right. Here's the rule. Ready? I, I like this rule. Yeah. I may make fun of my cat. You may not make fun of my cat. It's like family, <laughs> right? right? Like, it's like Ben can't of... make fun of my family, but I, I can, can make fun of it. Yeah, yeah, she's total dating kryptonite. I mean, I will fully admit, fully admit that if I meet a guy and he says he has a cat, I'm like, nope, done. Really? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, but yeah. you have a cat. Well, but I'm a dog person. I am a dog person. But what but... if he's a dog person and just wanted companionship? Careful, uh, honey, don't make fun of the cat. No, no, no. I just. I, but so she's like, I know. Cat-ist. How many? She's, no, a, she's a huge hypocrite. I know. We're just going to see oh, how totally. she gets out of this. I'm not going to. I'm totally. And you can, you, you're, you're get, probably going to need to edit this out so you don't offend all your male cat owning <laughs> listeners. Any, by the way, on this sorry, podcast. Larry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that one guy. Yeah. Anytime someone says edit this out, it's going on the podcast because oh, yeah, yeah. it's always the best stuff. It just it just feels odd to me for men to have cats. I don't know why. Single See, you men. Have, you have a cat. But I, single men. I've had two cats, but yeah, they were given to me. Right. For... Actively going out and seeking out cats. So, is, okay, yeah. a poll for our podcast <laughs> listeners. Is Julie a catist? <laughs> I'm totally a catist. You're totally a catist. Or is it okay for single men to own cats? Is it, I think so. Well, of uh, course it is. We're going to get calls from, like, the ASPCA oh my God. and well, PETA I know. and everybody else. I also think, like, if, if if I may, if you meet the one, you're not going to care that he has a cat. The cat's an excuse. You are, you you know what's going to happen? She's going to meet the one. And vice versa. And she's going to call me and say, he's great. He's got a job. He does not currently have a wife. So that's bonus. <laughs> Because that's happened. That we found out a little later. Um, and she's going to say, he's great, he's great. And I'm going to say, but what? And she's going to say, he has a cat. <laughs> and then... I, honestly, oh, my... Hey, but the age of the cat could help. Because if it's like 15... Oh, you're oh, now we're trying like to 25. kill cats. Yeah. Now you're killing cats. Now you're killing Jeez. cats. No, my honest to God, this is so true. Laia, one of my dearest, dearest friends, when I because I really did, I was on my way home from work one day, and there was this van in front of this pet store. <laughs> All right, this ASP, danger, triple the danger. ASP, yeah. ASP, ASPCA oh was there, and this cat, and and it, she was so sweet, and I was like, I'm taking the cat, I'm taking the cat. 
And I got home and Laya's like, what the F did you just do? You just killed your dating life. You got a cat. <laughs> and she's to this day, I've had the cat for what, like eight years? She's still, she's like, I can't believe you, you have a cat. <laughs> There's a there's a study by this uh, this Scottish Edinburgh University that says that if house cats were our size or like the size they of like a us. lion's, they would try to kill I us. Be- I fully fully believe oh, that. Yeah. I have to. <laughs> Everyone like every cat owner just nods and it's like, oh yeah, cats hate us. I have what? to say though, <laughs> my cat's a pain in the butt. Like really, oh, really? so is mine. Are all cats our dogs a pain in the butt? So I think animals. Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> when she's hungry. She is relentless, and she will meow until food is presented well, to her. But, like, not just, hey, I'm hungry. Oh, I see you working on getting me food. That's fine. I'll be calm. No, it's, now I'm really hungry. <laughs> when are you going to serve it? I need it right now. And it just goes. Never stops until well, I mean, presented. Our kid's going to do that. I, Julie, I, I, I don't think the cat's going to matter if it's the right guy. No, you're probably right. I'm throwing that out there. You're probably right. Yeah. I'd rather have cat than a married person. So... <laughs> Anyway. Or a serial killer. Or a serial. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Well, if he's hot, <laughs> you know. <that's> so... <laughs> okay. I mean, are we talking Ted Bundy I or mean, like oh gosh, Charles Manson? Now we're gonna get called. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Jeez. Wait, which one was hotter? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy was. Yeah, he was. Ted really, Bundy was hot. He was very wow, attractive. This, that's how this he... podcast has gone <laughs> sideways. So that's how he got. I need to look up pictures of him. He was very coming attractive. Right at you. He was, well, okay. that was part of his deal. He yeah, was charming. very charming. Oh man, let's, yeah, let's... they all are. All the serial killers are very charming. <laughs> man, Charles <laughs> Manson, oh, charming. Looks, all right. Okay, you see what I'm saying? He's Ted Bundy's handsome. Yes. Kind of a handsome guy. Yep. Yep. Okay, moving on. Moving on this is from the serial killers. dating pool. <laughs> All right, so we've got some good rules. Okay. Yeah, I would have to say, just in general, I'm sort of backing up, um, like, I, I really never thought I would be here, obviously, but it's, it is fun. It's fun to be self-deprecating. It's fun to talk about, you know, and it's fun. And then it's really fun when one of us, when one, <laughs> when, of, us? When one of us, we're like the aliens, gets married off and goes to like the pod people. I just was at a wedding this past weekend in Jamaica and one of our dear friends, yeah. you guys couldn't make it unfortunately, but one of our dear, dearest friends, Andy got married um, and she's 41. Right. And um, <laughs> she comes the day before the wedding, she comes down and she's like, you're not going to believe this. I just signed my marriage certificate and her, her lovely, lovely, lovely husband who she just married is divorced yeah and um he so you have to on this jamaican uh marriage license um write there's something called condition right so under gary widowed widowed married divorced yeah. yeah whatever so gary divorced andy's spinster stop there's a box to check for spinster, spinster. What is the qualification for spinster? Never been married, and I don't know. And there's there's an, an age. age limit. But let let let's. So I went to. We were we laughed obviously so hard over our, our rum daiquiris. I was gonna say. <laughs> but then so I looked up spinster daiquiri. on the Oxford American English Dictionary, and this is what it says: It defines spinster as an unmarried woman, typically an older woman beyond the usual age for marriage. If someone is a spinster. By implication, she is not eligible to marry. She has had her chance and been passed by. That's in the dictionary. Oh, that needs to be Like, removed. that got signed off by someone, probably a dude. 
But it got like that's crazy. Well, let's talk about this. So that should be a typically, shirt. <laughs> oh, she's already printing them. Like, I know. With I am. your the Chardonnay, Chardonnay shirt, shirts, yeah. yes, which are available. Check the uh, description. So, <laughs> but, so normally, right? So we would be married very young. Right. Because just in terms of a community, you need to kind of lock that down to make this commitment. And it was happening. I mean, my parents, although they're divorced now, got married when they were 19. My grandparents, when they were 18. Yeah, my my mom was 19 as well. Yeah. So historically, that's happened very young. But we've also seen like crazy high divorce rates. So I think getting married later in life, you know, you make better decisions. Yeah, I think I mean, yes, I agree with that. And I would say. Um, the only regret I have about not having gotten married is that my my mother, I, we love you, Gail from, but my mom really wanted to be a grandmother. And it's, I don't think, I mean, who knows? You never know. But I don't think it's in the cards because my, my brother's definitely not going to have kids. So, but I mean, there's Lulu the cat. Oh, yeah. So they're, well, they laugh about it. They're like, we have grand cats. And, but so that, but honestly, that's the only thing, like everything else. Yeah. Would it be nice? To have somebody have your back when you're, you know, 60, 70, 80, whatever. Yeah, of course. But beyond I've had that, your back. I know you do, sweets. I know you do. I mean, sweets. I'm not gonna wipe your butt. But <laughs> when I'm 80, <laughs> you better. Come on. And is that really the reason why you guys marry us? Yes. Yeah. That's exclusively. <laughs> yeah. I need a, that's, it's high up on the list. Elderly skilled nursing. I I need is a, it that situation. I need a butt wiper okay. to be committed to that. Um, so we, it's kind of a backloaded deal for you. Pun Both intended. literally and figuratively. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but the guys usually take off before the gals. I'm going to so. say, I, well, don't tell them that. I know. <laughs> but you're probably right. I know. All right, so maybe the final rule is, uh, yes, we know what a spinster is. Maybe just don't call us that. <laughs> right. um, yeah, what, right. else, what else do you got? Anything else? Um, no, I think, I mean, like I said, I think the main thing is just don't assume that being single is an affliction. Yeah. Don't try to cure us. You yeah. Know? I mean, I think that, and just sort of be sensitive to the fact that maybe we'd like being this way. And yeah. <laughs> I, but I have to say, I, I have a single friend here who uh, does not want to be single. Oh, oh no. When yeah. I ask, yes. you better be in fifth gear finding right. me a husband. And, and yeah. And, and that being said, I heard You guys Katie, are becoming needy. <laughs> I heard Katie Kirk on a podcast. And Katie Kirk's whose husband had passed away and she had like a very long appropriate time of mourning for her beloved husband who she still talks about. But then after a few years, it was like, you know what? I really enjoy being in a relationship. I want to be in a relationship. And so she was relentless in hounding her friends. And she talked about it with great pride going yeah. up to her friends. I love going, that. I know going, I need you to set me up. Who do you have? And in a way, like it, it was like one of those like salespeople and when, and they were like, Oh, well, there's this guy named John. But then John Hatton immediately called her, and she's like, your friend John, he hasn't called me. And she, like, pestered until John called. They went on a date, and now they're married. That's amazing. But she – I think that that you have to kind of, like, do that. So I'm going to Katie Kirk you at some point. And I want you to. Oh, I know. Well, and I have to say one thing – I'm sorry. Thing, what does it mean when you Katie Kirk Well, to be relentless. To, to oh, be relentless yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. ask all of oh, your friends. Oh, I got friends. it. I got it. Okay. And, like, and by the way, like, all of this is easily fixed by going back to, like, don't make assumptions. Let us communicate. Oh, like, tell – Tell them what you want. We'll tell you what we want. And then it, then it works. Like, leave me alone. I'm happy being single. Great. Message received. Right. Um, hey, I really could use um, some help here. Right. Done. You know, one thing, one other thing that you talked about, Kim, and this actually makes a lot of sense. I think it's really cool. I mean, I don't know if we're unique in our friendship that the three of us are all 
you know, super yeah. close. But if your single female friend wants to go out, don't assume it just has to be you. Like, you... I know. And that's another thing is that I do have a, a couple single friends here and I feel like it always has to be a girl's night. But really, I think. Does it have to be? Does it have to be? I don't know. How because... do you feel about that, Pam? Uh, I go back to what do you want? Yeah. Honestly, people people go about their lives and make 20 decisions a day without communicating what it is that they want. And it ends up in a situation that's not ideal, you know, because and, and usually it also involves talking behind someone's back. Like, you know what I really want instead of saying it to the person's right, face. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, like, what do you want? Do you want to go out with uh, just Kim? Hey, it feels like a girl's night. Do it. Do you want to go out with a bunch of people? Totally. Tell us. Yeah, because I think you're good. Penn is a good third wheel. Yeah, it's funny. I have become the third wheel in this relationship. Um, <laughs> and the truth comes it's, out. Yeah, it's. I'm really. I'm. I, I, you probably can tell. I'm, I'm kind of superfluous when it comes to this. Stop. And it's fine. No, but you, no. I, mean, I like. I like us because I have unique relationships with both of you. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I have different. I have separate relationships with both of you, both of you, which I really like. Okay. Penn is eating this swordfish thing with the spoon that was meant to serve it on the cracker, and you're putting the spoon <laughs> mm-hmm. back into the bowl, so there's like a triple contamination thing, yeah. and it's making my skin crawl. Nobody <laughs> else is eating it. How do you know? Now I'm not. Not right. anymore. Don't right assume. <laughs> yeah. Honey, um, if you're worried about like the germs in my mouth, why do we make out all the time? Oh, gosh. Here we go. This is when I really do feel like a third wheel. That, that music means we're wrapping up. <laughs> Time to go make out. Dun, dun, uh, if you made it to this point in the podcast, take a screenshot. Tag us on Instagram. We try to respond to all of them. And by we, I mean me, because Penn can't even really log in on Instagram. I think that's a good idea that I don't log into Instagram. <laughs> I've been sent my uh, yeah, Or go to my Instagram page, which Kim, which Kim lets me do. Double chin Pentagram, where there's the horrible photos of I, me I told on Penn, a daily basis. I said to Penn, I said, Penn, on Instagram, it's all pretty pictures. You need to take pretty pictures. And so what he did, he started an Instagram account with nothing but double chin photos. So you can go check that out. Thank Julie, you. Thank you, for, Julie. I've always, I've always, always wanted to do, hey, I'm a 45 single woman podcast. <laughs> yeah. hey, always. And, and so where should people address their emails if they want to date you? But we can't send them to you because you don't want to date. <laughs> I would say send them to us. And oh then my gosh. we'll filter them, but only when Are you you're cool ready. With Wait, that? you completely, like, this was just one big ad. Mm-hmm. You it completely was, fooled me. Go to the Facebook no. page, the, the Holderness Family Podcast Facebook page, and submit <laughs> eligible bachelors <laughs> that we can peruse. This, and, and then send to Julie, which, yeah. is that, this, which is the backwards of this entire this time. This li- literally just from... became my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> literally. So you don't want us to do this? No. What if it's. Please don't. Really? Oh, please Are do. you please sure? Don't. I'm and then I'll just hold on to him. Okay. Oh my gosh. You guys, you really have learned nothing. We've learned nothing. We have learned nothing. But send them to me. Okay, guys. Send them to me. Send them to me. And if and if you're okay, 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 bye. Just send them to Cam. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.